Hi, my name is Anamika Hops, and this is The Art Friend Show, where every conversation focuses on getting to know the essence of creativity itself. I'd love to invite you as well to join me inside of Art Friend School, where we go deeper into these topics and join in with other art friends around the world. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's get to the show. The Art Friend Show. Here's an artist you're going to love to know. No, just kidding. I'm not interviewing my dog, but I'm going to have her sit there so she feels like she's part of things. My name's Anamika, and um, this is day 82 in a row of going live to create the Art Friend Show. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about a few things. I'm going to talk about, I'm actually going to do like a quick tutorial about respirator safety because I had a question come up from a fellow artist and I thought I love getting this information out there. I'm also going to talk briefly about um, our like our relationship to mothering and motherhood since it's Mother's Day today um, because I also have quite a few friends who have difficulty in their relationship with their concept of mother or they aren't parents themselves and etc. So I'm going to talk about those two things and then I'll also give you an update on the founders, um, the founders launch that's happening for the art friends school. Okay, so first things first, a little respirator safety training. So I really love um, it when we empower ourselves with the ability to um, like stay as safe as we can. Working with traditional art materials isn't always safe. And so um, I remember when I studied art, studio art in college, my professor in the fibers department, uh, Barbara Pickett. Hi, Barbara, if you're watching this ever. Um, she, sorry, my dog may bark. She had us all get fitted for respirators, like the proper size, and they put us into a little um, tent with like banana oil to make sure that the filters were properly filtering the organic vapors. And ever since then, um, I've owned a number of different respirators, and uh, a fellow artist texted me last night asking about respirator safety because they were working in an environment where another artist was spray painting a lot and I was like oh I have my mask but I don't know if I have cartridges anywho I found the cartridges but I just want to tell you what you need to get so if you want to protect yourself um, from like the actual organic vapors that come from spray paints from spray on varnish, that sort of thing, you want to get the type of respirator that um, looks like this and then it has cartridges that you attach to it and make sure that they actually say that they're for filtering organic vapors. This is going to be backwards, but this filters organic vapors. And the reason you want that is because they're not just dust masks, they're actually filtering out um, you know, things you can smell and things you can't smell. So one way to test them out, obviously, is to, is to put it on, put these cartridges on, and then um, use spray paint or something like that. And you shouldn't be able to smell it at all. They should be completely filtering them out. Now, a couple of things to know. The mask part comes in different sizes. Um, I wear a medium, but you can get these from, you know, a lot of like hardware stores sell them. I got this at Artisan Craftsman Supply Southeast originally. You can order these replacement cartridges online. Um, you can get them at like safety supply stores and things like that too. Um, 
but yeah, I think they're a great investment if you're going to be working with any sort of aerosols or in environments. And hey, now that we're living in this time of climate change, there are times when it's so smoky out here. I've been grateful to have them. Um, another thing to know, sorry, I don't want my dog to bark, Shush. is that um, if you do get organic vapor cartridges, they are rated by how many hours of like exposure to the air they are good for. So you actually want to keep them tightly sealed in like a Ziploc bag or saran wrap inside a Ziploc bag when you're not using them. And you can even keep a chart if you're very organized about how many hours you've used them until you toss them and get replacements. Because if you just leave them hooked onto your respirator and they're constantly in contact with the air, they will be less and less and less effective. So you want to keep them sealed up tight um, only for the times that you use them. And these respirators go on like this, and then this, this part comes around the neck, you know, and attaches. So very sexy. Invest in one if there's anything that you're using in your practice that you don't want to be inhaling. Um, cool thing is you can also get these with just dust filters on them as well. So you can swap out your organic cartridges just for dust cartridges, etc. And I think, you know, these were handy to have when um, COVID times were really high. So anyway, that's a little <laughs> free to free chat about respirators. Um, I think material safety is important. You can always look up. It's this thing called the material safety data sheet of anything, um, any like chemical that's in your art practice. And I think it's a really good idea to get familiar with what you're using on a regular basis. I could go off about this and I won't today, but there's a lot of things in our, and kind of in our niche that are like, ha ha, look at me, I'm so carefree, I have paint all over my hands. And yeah, I love the tactile nature of paint. Definitely love that feeling myself, but no, I don't love perpetuating a culture of like absorbing acrylic binders and pigments and things through our fingers. So this segues into the mother thing. So now when I teach my kid, art, I always say, you know, lifelong artists, we practice not getting the materials all over ourselves because our skin absorbs them. So we don't want to eat these. So we don't want to get paint all over our hands. We practice keeping our clothes pretty clean. We practice making art as a part of ongoing multiple times a day daily life. And so I actually discourage my kid from getting art materials all over her hands, unless it's like deliberately non-toxic finger painting type of thing. But when we're doing acrylics and things like that, I really try to think about this concept of like, you know, we're going to be doing this for 50, 70, you know, a lot of years. And so try not to ingest it, try not to inhale it, all of those things. Okay. So that was the Art Friend Show brief safety talk. And it's little things like that, that I intend to um, put together in a much um, more succinct and, and valuable style inside of the Art Friend School. So there will be like a whole section about materials and things like that. This is just going to be my life's work for a long time. And so as I'm able to, I will produce these um, for you. And it'll be a great go-to resource because, oh, man, over this many years of mentoring and teaching, I've just gotten so many questions and I can't wait until they're all in one central place. I mean, they are inside my, a lot of them are inside my mentoring program. There's a lot more stuff like this, just little one-off things that, you know, friends of mine text me about at 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, actually, I'm really geeky and I love 
I love to share information. So it's like, it's such an honor to be that person. And I want to be that person on a much broader level. So yeah, friend who texted me, thanks for the impetus to do this. Put this on, try going this when you have it on, like move around, make sure the fit is good, tighten it if you get gaps and you shouldn't be able to smell the, the um, spray paint in the environment. Cool beans. Okay, the next thing I was gonna talk about is um, mothering and parenting and in relationship to art making. So first of all, I just wanna acknowledge that Mother's Day can be like a really challenging day, a tough day. Um, I'm a mother and I cried today <laughs> already once. Um, and some people have really fraught, difficult relationships with their mother. Um, but I know that as an artist, I'm going to talk about it kind of in that way. Um, I know as an artist, it was, I had that fear of becoming a parent that I would not be able to really like pursue art with the intensity or really be taken as seriously, all kinds of things because of the way that like, there's one thing to become a mother and then there's a whole nother thing to like be a mother in society. Like there's so much of this myth of the mother that we deal with. And, and I mean, just right now, honestly, um, having left my marriage and being a solo parent and a, you know, a single, wild woman who lives my own, you know, who does my own thing. I mean, I feel that all the time. I feel this kind of pressure and expectation from within. And who knows if it's really from without, you know, I, I perceive it from without sometimes. Um, to be like this chaste, like doting church lady or something. There's this sense of mothering that's like, so ingrained that can be very limiting very limiting and to me that comes from like that's probably for a reason got perpetuated to control us right to be like doting and disempowered and part of the fabric of the patriarchy blah 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 um but man i run into it you know like how dare we you know when i want to make art or i want to dress however i feel that day or you know, um, it's not even really about in that moment, the interactions with the child as it is like this sense of becoming a mother almost like takes away the identity of each of us as a human being. And then we become like a representation of mother. I was reading something by a fellow artist, Christina Rosalie, before coming on live. So I'm surely influenced by that. Um, hi, if you're watching this and let's see, yeah, in terms of art making, it's just, man, <laughs> one of the nicest things someone said to me was MJ Anderson. She's a sculptor here in Oregon. And when I was pregnant, she laid her hands on me and she said, Anamika, becoming a mother is going to be so good for your art because you're going to learn to organize your time like never before. And that was one of the best, that was like balm for my soul, right? Um, let's see how that panned out. So that was when I was pregnant. My daughter just turned four and I just now feel like I've, <laughs> like I've got the energy and the time and the like wherewithal. So I think every parent's journey is different, but it did significantly impact my ability to just devote that much life force energy to the art and still feel like I'm doing a decent job as a parent. Um, 
So anyway, this is um, just to say wherever you are in your relationship with mothering, whether you're um, having to learn to re-mother yourself, if you had a diff disappointing or difficult experience with your mother, if you are currently learning to mother as a, you know, as a parent, if you're, you know, if we're thinking beyond the binary of motherhood and fatherhood and Hallmark holidays and all of this, and we're thinking about parenting, I see, I just want to commend you. Um, another piece that's in allowing me, yeah, <laughs> I love your comment. You're like, I haven't found motherhood helping me organize my time. Yeah, let me think about that. I mean, I think it has and it hasn't for me. I think I'm just exhausted a lot. So there's, I hope that that lifts eventually, but I think there's a sense of like, I think I'm almost too exhausted to care too much. <laughs> so it's helped me take a lot more messy action and organize my time in that way in that I don't have that much time. So I just have to do the thing. I don't have time to kind of sit around and try to make it better or think it you know think my way through it so that's what I've that's one thing I've learned um I was just about to say something speaking of me I just finished solo parenting for five days in a row and I I'm doing this art friend show here like you know right after dropping her off so forgive me if I'm tired what was I just about to say I can't remember okay well there it is and then the third thing I was going to say, or the third topic, I was going to talk about respirator safety. Oh, my dog is, like, asking what we're hanging on a second. Okay, you can come here. I was talking about respirator safety, mothering and parenting. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It's that the concept of it takes a village, that's been the biggest lesson of the year for me as a mother. That I do feel like I have more bandwidth right now to be able to do this art friend show and build my art friend school for you and me and like follow my thing because I do feel a sense of village that has been really hard won by leaving my marriage, my primary relationship with my marriage, which honestly is still very supportive in a co-parenting relationship and all of that. But to have this sense of like neighbors and community and friends that I have really had to call on, um, and I think that's why I've texted people today who don't have kids, but I've been like, happy Mother's Day, go team. It takes the village. Like, thank you for helping me as a mother help me raise this kid. So that's all I wanted to say is like, it truly takes a village. And if you don't have a village right now, I just, I want that for you so much in one, in one neighbor, you know, in that one sense of reciprocity um, if you do, you know, <sighs> yeah, I want to create a world where we all have access to more belonging and to each other to be able to not put so much pressure on one single parent or one mother or one father, or one non-binary, um, you know, parental figure beyond this silly current reality we live in. So that's what I have to say about motherhood today. I'm very tired. My kid is going through a developmental leap, I would like to think, where we are, I am experiencing a lot of defiance and that has been exhausting to hold my lines. And I am at once like, wow, so powerful. Yeah, good on ya, little one. And then I'm also like, 
exhausted. <clears throat> okay. So then the third thing I wanted to, like the third topic, besides respirator safety, Mother's Day, the third thing is uh, this founding member launch. So it's going astonishingly well. I am so buoyed up and excited. I think people are going to be really psyched to be a part of it too. Like the, the cohort that's forming is awesome. And um, uh, one person who just joined, it's $1,000 for like a, a lifetime membership just to help me stack up some cash and get some commitments to build this. And she joined, boom, it's like, I believe in this idea, I can't wait, boom, here it is, thousand bucks. And then the next day, it sends me a message, hey, I just sold a painting for $1,000. The universe is winking at me, she wrote, the universe is winking at me that this was the right decision. <laughs> I love that so much. It just, it's so affirming and it's so cool. So this thing about the founding member launch, this is meant to be very short. It's meant to just like bring you in if you're already hot to trot. If you're like, Anamika, I don't care about the details. I just want to work together. I believe in this vision of the Art Friends School. Let's go. That's this opportunity. Um, it's $1,000 for a lifetime membership. You plunk that down this week, you're in. We start working together in a small cohort. Then I open up Art Friends School. I'm thinking in July, if I can build it faster, I will. But just like know that it's not built yet. And then if you can't do the thousand, you could get a discount on an annual that's 390 right now during founding members. It's going to be more expensive later. Or you can do monthly, which is 39 a month right now for founding members. That will be more expensive later. So you'll get the best rate ever and help this thing launch. And I'm going to close it up soon. I'm not sure which day. It's taking me a lot of energy to get the message out there. Like I just sent my email newsletter. I want to send a few individual emails. I want to at least follow up again here and in my email newsletter. And then once I feel like I've given everyone a look at it and a reminder, I'm going to close it because this is not meant to be like a real launch. This is meant to be a quick shout out to founding members. And then I close it down and focus all my energy on building the Art Friends School and launching the Real Art Friends Show like podcast. So Anyway, thank you to those of you who've already joined. It's amazing. I feel so encouraged and resourced to be able to do it, which is awesome. And can't wait to see. I feel like most of the time when I launch things, probably half the people sign up initially and then the other half sign up at the deadline. So I'm holding out the hope that it'll double when I finally say, okay, this is the last day. So. If you're just kind of watching this with curiosity about it from an entrepreneur standpoint, that's what I'm predicting. And so, yeah, it'll be fun to know. All right, that's the Art Friend Show for today. Um, that was quite a smorgasbord of respirator safety, relationship to mothering and art, and a status update on the founding member launch and an invitation to join if you would like to. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be doing an art friend show tomorrow about a photo shoot that I'm doing inside of Makerspace here. And I'm doing the photo shoot to get some new photos for the art friend school launch. And I think I need to cut my own hair tonight because it's really shaggy. So wish me luck on that. May the scissors be guided for the good of all. <laughs> I'm in a goofy mood. See you later.
I'd love to have you inside of Art Friends School, where we go deeper into these topics. Follow the link that's in the show notes or find it on my website at onamika.com.